Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie Island Style. <laughs> Another episode of Learning with Leslie, that thing on the iPod where you learn, I learn, everybody learn about how to build an online business with a blog. Nah, boy, I ain't talking about one of them blogs like I fall by the wayside when Google acting like a fool. <laughs> I talk about one that going mash it up, come hello high water. I demand Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, another wicked episode for you today. <laughs> killing myself here. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about five ways to be more efficient with your blogging business. Boy, ain't no joke, you know. We waste a whole lot of time trying to do all kind of foolishness, but nah, boy, we can't continue doing this. We got to do it better. So, watch this. I try out all kind of things with all kind of services, and I find a few things that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt. They're going to help you. If you do them, they're going to help you mash it up so big things are going on. <laughs> a lot of people just try out there. Try to go out there and get a lot of people to help, but you know what? You bring people into mess, you end up with a bunch, a bunch of messy, messy people. So you don't want that. I don't want that. So we're going to talk about ways to make your blogging business more efficient. That's what we're going to chat about today. <laughs> Man, I struggled through that one. Hey, if you don't know, I'm coming to you from the Bahamas today. I'm in Nassau, Bahamas, and I'm here with my family. We're, we're having a good time. We're here for five weeks, 35 days. Oh, man, I'm so excited. Um, it's good to be here in the warmth, outside, out of the cold, here in the nice warmth. We, st we start our day in the morning. We go to the beach. We swim, and then we come, and then I, quite frankly, I, I get to work. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's beautiful to be in the type of situation where you know you can leave and go and spend 35 days in another country you can spend time with family and that is huge for us and all that stuff now i know <laughs> you know i i feel like I, I had to switch it up a little bit because i'm in the caribbean and you know i island boy so i had to do something a little different but you know some of you probably some of you americans were probably listening to what i said before and you're like what in the world is he even gonna talk about today <laughs> so let me clarify just in case you didn't understand my caribbean accent there um so we're basically gonna talk about five different ways that you could be more efficient with your blogging business so a lot of it is gonna have to do with automation and that's what we're gonna talk about because um, you know, what a lot of people do, myself included, is, you know, you get overwhelmed with everything that's going on in your business. You got this to do. You got that to do. You got um, social media. You got content to create. You got to um, work on traffic. You got to network with other people. You got to do this. You got to do that and all this kind of stuff. Oh, I'm going crazy. I'm just going to get help. And I am not sorry if you're hearing a phone in the background or anything in the background. I'm not in my studio, but I am not saying that there's anything wrong with getting help. I highly recommend it. But there's one thing that you can do even before that. You can make what you're doing right now much more efficient. And I've been I've been toying around with different ways of doing that, not just because I'm cheap. 
not not just because I'm trying to save money, but because when I bring people into my business to help, when I hire people or when I um, you know get a virtual assistant or anything of that sort, I want to make sure that they're coming into a well-oiled machine. All right, I, and I want to. It's not going to be perfect, but if there's anything that I could do to eliminate unnecessary steps. That's exactly what I want to do. I hope that makes sense. All right. I don't want to waste time. I don't want anybody to waste time. And like I said in the intro, if you bring a bunch of people into a messy situation, you end up with a bunch of messy people. And we don't want that. All right. So we're going to talk about five ways that I found to be more efficient. Five things. Most of it has to do with automation. Um, And this is not saying you're not going to outsource, but even before you outsource or even while you're outsourcing, these are some things that you can kind of take advantage of. All right. You want to increase your efficiency. You want to reduce your workload significantly. If there's something that can be automated in a way that it doesn't lose that, 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 personal touch, and we'll talk about that, um, why not do it? Why hire someone to do some of these things where you can just have it done in an automated way that in many ways can be more efficient? All right, so that's what we're going to talk about. So we're going to talk about, we're going to go from some simple things to some more complex things. This is episode 193. So if you want to get the show notes for the episode and they're very detailed, you can go to becomeablogger.com slash episode 193 and you're going to get it. All right, let's do it. Island style. Okay, I'm not going to do it island style, but you get the point. I'm in the islands and I, I just feel like showing off a little bit because I can. <laughs> Where are you right now? Is it cold? <laughs> oh, man, that was mean. Forgive me for that. Okay, let's talk about five things that you can do to be more efficient. The first one is actually a really, really simple one. And maybe you're already doing it, but I want to mention it because it really does help um, significantly. And that is schedule your postings ahead of time, okay? And this has to do with WordPress. Yeah, it has to do with social media. It has to do with all of these things because right now I'm recording this episode and I've said this a number of times before and I admit this is a a problem that I've struggled with, but it is Tuesday night right now at 7.13. Tomorrow is Wednesday. That's when my podcast goes live tomorrow morning. And um, I, I'm hustling right now because I don't have it completed. And this is not a situation that I want to be in, but I'm in. Um, so wh- what we can do to kind of counteract that is to start creating content in advance and schedule them out. So they're just automatically going out on the times, the dates and the times that they are supposed to get go out. So you're more efficient because you're not doing what I'm doing right now, hustling, trying to, you know, my, my, my wife is downstairs with my son feeding him and I'm up here um, trying to get this done quickly uh, before he goes to bed and all that kind of stuff. Um, you're not doing that because you've not only planned, but you've taken action and started to create content before so that you can schedule them out in the future. Now, right now, I have a number of drafts that I've created for some of my future blog posts that are going to be edited and then they're going to be added to the blog and scheduled. And my goal, my goal, and I'm going to say this out loud, even though I shouldn't say a lot of these things out loud um, (laughs) and then don't do them, right? But I, I really do plan on doing this. My goal 
is by next year, by 2015, I say next year, but it's just a few weeks away. By 2015, I want to be a month ahead of time, at least with my written blog posts. My podcast, maybe two weeks ahead, and if I can do even more, great. So that's what I'm, I'm hoping to do. But not just with my blog posts, not just with my blog content, also with my social media posting. Facebook is going to be the main network I am going to focus on. I know, I know a lot of people are tripping about the changes that Facebook is making in January. And quite frankly, that doesn't concern me because I believe if you do it the right way, you, you can win on Facebook. And if you try to find shortcuts, Facebook, in many ways, is going to be cutting down on those shortcuts um, because a lot of those shortcuts are not in the best interest of the people on there. This is not a social media podcast episode, but you get the point. Scheduling content ahead of time so that, you know, if I, if I mess up today, if I'm extra busy or something happened, a family emergency, it's already set up to go in an automatic way and I don't have to worry about it. All right, so that is tip number one. Schedule your posts ahead of time. Tip number two is another very simple and straightforward one. And quite frankly, if you've been following me, following my content for any amount of time, you probably, I hope, I I really and truly hope that you're doing this, but you're using an email marketing service so that you can have an email autoresponder. So you 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 probably heard many people say this if you listen to a lot of these podcasts or you read blogs about blogging or um, have been in online business and all that kind of stuff. Your email list is your most valuable asset. I still believe that. Yes, there are a lot of people saying a whole bunch of different things when it comes to social media and, and its comparison to email, but I still believe that your email list is your most valuable asset. Now, when I started my online business, um, and I was, you know, working with people, what I would basically do is I would be emailing them individually and then they would respond individually and then I would respond to them individually, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. As you can imagine, as your business grows, that takes a whole lot of time. But if you use an email marketing service, the one that I use is GetResponse, and that's the one that I recommend. Um, becomeablogger.com slash GetResponse is my affiliate link. But that, whether it's that or AWeber or whatever the case might be, MailChimp, you want to use some type of autoresponder service, some type of email marketing service so that you can automate this stuff. You can set up a follow-up sequence um, when someone signs up. It doesn't matter if they sign up today or in 10 months there's going to go through this sequence of automated emails that you, you crafted specifically for the, your subscribers, all right? Um, and when I started doing that, really the game just changed. Um, so I assume this is something that you're doing. If it's not something that you're doing, I highly recommend for you to do it. You can even take it to the next level and do like the next step of automation, which is not just your time-based autoresponders, like, you know, you sign up today, you get one, uh, an email in two days, you get an email in five days, and then every week after that or something of that sort, that is time-based. But when it becomes even more powerful is when you use action-based e- uh, autoresponders. So 
let's say someone signed up to your email list, right? And as a result of checking out your stuff, they go to your products and services page. You can actually then use that as a trigger and send a follow-up email in an automatic way saying, hey, I noticed you are checking out my, my services pages, my services page. I want to send you a little more information about that so you can know exactly what I offer. Can you imagine how awesome that is? Um, that's something that I'm working on setting up also for 2015. I want not just the time-based autoresponders, but I want people to get emails based on what they do. That's something you can do with GetResponse. You can't do it with Aweber. I think you can do it with MailChimp, um, and there are some other more advanced services that you can do it with. But I think that's when autoresponder services really get powerful. Okay, so tip number one was what? Tip number one was schedule your posts ahead of time. Tip number two was use an email autoresponder. Tip number three, use an automatic um, calendar scheduling program. Um, that sounds kind of long. They probably have a shorter name for it. But um, here's the thing, right? I live a hectic life. You probably live a hectic life. It seems like we're all living hectic lives in 2014, and I can imagine in 2015, it's not going to get much easier. If not, it might get even more hectic. Um, so one of the things that really can get annoying to me personally, it's kind of like a pet peeve because I know that there are alternatives out there. Um, but what can get really annoying is when you try to set up a meeting with someone. Let's say you have a Skype call, a coaching call, or, or you're connecting with someone, you're net networking with something. And what happens usually is you send an email, you have some potential times that you give them. Um, they respond, they say they're not available. You respond and you say, okay, can you give me some suggested time? They respond and it just goes on and on until you find a time that's suitable for both of you. Now, to me, that's extremely inefficient. And what a lot of people tend to do is when they see that, okay, you know, um, I'm getting more exposure, my, my, my blog traffic is growing, I'm setting up more of these appointments, I have so many things on my plate, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hire an assistant to take care of my scheduling. So now we have an assistant, we have a, a, another person, <laughs> a, thir a third party in the midst that's trying to arrange things and negotiate and sometimes that person might contact you and say, hey, um, are you available at this time and all this kind of stuff. It can get kind of crazy. Until I switch to a, a, a different kind of service. Now the service that I use it's called Acuity Scheduling. That's acuityscheduling.com. Of course, the links to this and everything else is in the show notes, um, so you can check that out. But what it does is it allows me to set up a, a, a calendar page on my blog so that someone can go and they can look at my available times. They can pick a, a time that works for them. I would go in beforehand and set, um, like right now I have set my weekly availability, um, and they can just go in there. They can, they can select a time that works for them. They get an automatic email. It takes their information, um, and it's it's just so much more efficient. If they decide, hey, I want to change that, they don't need to contact me. My coaching clients, um, from time to time, they have to reschedule. They don't contact me. They just click on the link that they got in their confirmation email and they change the time. It works so 
easily. I don't need another person. And quite frankly, it makes it more complicated when I, um, I have another, per- uh, another person that's doing that for me. And I considered having my assistant do that for me. But this just works much better. If I need to reschedule, I can do that. Um, so that's acuityscheduling.com. They have a free version. Um, it, it's limited functionality. It's good for individuals. It doesn't send email reminders. And you can only do limited customization, but it works. Um, and then they have some other plans which allow you to embed it in your blog. And it allows you to send reminder emails. And that's what I do. I, I want people to know... Uh, I want them to get a reminder saying, hey, don't forget you have an appointment with Leslie tomorrow at 5 p.m. and it's going to be via Skype. Here's his Skype information. Um, It takes their Skype information and whatever information I want it to take. Um, So that really does make things much more efficient for me. Um, I use it for my coaching clients. I use it for interviews. I use it for just random meetings. Um, When I'm doing consulting with different companies, I use that also for some of it. Um, So yeah, that's, that's a, that's, I really think that that's a great way to automate that whole scheduling process. So if you're not doing that and if you meet with people and you find, man, it's kind of hectic to try to figure out, you know, what time works for you and so on. Acuity scheduling is what I use and I love them. It's simple and it just works well. That's, that's pretty much it. All right, so that is using an automatic calendar scheduler, and it actually integrates with my calendar, uh, my Google Calendar, so that makes it even more convenient. I could just look at my schedule and see, you know, whatever time slots were taken and then just show up. I like to just show up. <laughs> All right, um, then the next tip. This is one that I've known about for a while, but I just recently started using. And I'm actually building, in, building it into my business more right now and setting up a number of things. But it's using services like IFTTT, that's if this, then that, IFTTT.com, or Zapier, which is the one that I'm using now, um, for further automation. Now, so what these services do, it's actually quite elaborate and I love it. Um, It starts for free, but then you can pay for more features or more integrations. But it basically connects to a bunch of other services. And when I say a bunch, I do mean a bunch. Um, Zapier um, connects with significantly more services. um, And if this, then that, IFTTT or something like that. Yeah, IFTTT. That connects with services to Zapier. I'm just checking on their website right now. They connect with over 300 services. And then what it does is it makes it so that um, uh, it it can trigger a certain action when a certain condition is met. Um, So this is, I'll give you some examples. I'll give you one example in terms of what I'm doing right now. When I record this podcast episode or when I record my podcast episodes, I upload, I upload it to a service called Aphonic, and then that converts it into an MP3. It allows me to tag the file and all of that. And then once it converts it, like once I upload it, I walk away. Once it converts it, it's actually going to automatically uh, save it to my Google Drive, and it's going to save it to a specific folder. 
what Zapier will then do is it's going to be constantly scanning that folder. And anytime a file shows up in that folder, it is going to add a task in my, my task managing program, which is Trello. And if you're using a different one, it can do that too. But it's going to add a task. It's going to assign my worker to it. It's going to put a checklist of all of the things that she needs to do. And that happens in an automatic way. So all I do is upload it and then it takes care of all the rest. So when one condition is met in one service, it can trigger a specific action in another service. When, for example, you can do things like if I post an image to Facebook, then I want it to automatically post the same image to Google+. Any type of integration like that, and like I said, it integrates with over 300 different services, 300 different apps, um, and that just makes it really fascinating. So even if you're not doing a podcast like I did, like I'm doing, and um, I spoke about that specific application, I would highly recommend for you to just go and check it out. It's at zapier.com, and you can check out if this, then that also, ifttt.com, and you can just see how they integrate with different services. You can look at different case studies, and you can see, is this something that I can do to make what I do online a little more efficient? And I'm, I, am, I am fairly certain that it can help you to do something that you're doing much better. So check it out. Okay, and tip number five. This is the last tip because it's five tips, right? Um, tip number five is this. Be proactive about categorizing and tagging. Now, this is something, <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm not talking about inside WordPress, okay? Yes, we know that there are categories um, and we know there are tags in WordPress. Um, but there are a few apps that I've used over the years um, for creating content, for organizing my files. I'm thinking about apps like Evernote. Evernote, I've used that for years now. Google Drive, I started using maybe a year or two ago, but I'm using it. That's my main one that I'm using right now. But here's the thing, right? Over the years, as you're using these services, as I've been using these services, I've accumulated so much content, so many files, so many images, um, photos that I use for my blog posts and all that kind of stuff that it just becomes really hard to find things. Um, so it, it's actually to the point where I, I have Evernote on my computer, but I just kind of gave up on it because it's this huge mess. <laughs> now, if when I started, I were, I were thinking more proactively about my categories, the categories of content, my categories of files, my, my, my tags that I'm going to be using so that I can easily search and find exactly what I want to find it would be so much more efficient. So you know what I actually did over the last month or so? I went through my Google Drive account and I actually, I opened a completely new Google Drive account and I started to migrate things over to this new Google Drive account, but I started to do it in a very strategic way. I thought about what are the different types of categories that I'm going to need? What are the different types of tags that I want? And with my, my images, I have them in different folders, but I'm going through and tagging them with different keywords so that I can easily search and find anything that I want. That not only helps me, 
But when I bring someone on, or actually my virtual assistant that works with me right now, uh, she can find content much easier because I was very proactive about categorizing it, about tagging it. And that just makes things much more easier. So those are the five tips. To recap on those five tips, tip number one, schedule your posts ahead of time on your blog and social media and all that stuff. You know, just think in advance, plan it out and schedule them in advance. Use an auto, an email autoresponder service like GetResponse. That's tip number two. Tip number three, use an automatic calendar schedulers for your meetings and your appointments and all that kind of stuff. Don't just, you know, go back and forth. Just systematize it. Make it easy. Um, Acuity scheduling is a good service to use for that. Then you can use services like If This Then That or Zapier. I hope that's the pronouncing, but um, Z-A-P-I-E-R for further automation, connecting different services so that if something happens over in this one service, uh, 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 the corresponding action happens somewhere else. And I gave you one example. Um, I gave you two examples. Also, you know, you schedule in one social media site and it also posts somewhere else. And then lastly, tip number five, be proactive about categorizing and tagging. You can do that in Evernote. You can do that in Google Drive. You can do it in Dropbox. You can do it on your computer. Um, you could do it anywhere. Just think through these things. And I'm actually, you know, I need to make a video showing you how I, I categorize everything on my computer in Google Drive. That's I, actually, you know what? I'm going to put that on my list. That's something I need to do. Now, with all of that being said, I'm no, in no way am I in insinuating that you shouldn't be getting help. No, I, I definitely think that getting help is, ha, is something that can save a lot of time. It can make you much more proactive, outsourcing, bringing people onto your team, building a team, all that stuff, extremely, extremely, extremely valuable. And if you can move in that direction, I highly recommend for you to do so. But if you're if you're thinking about these things beforehand, you're gonna have a more not just thinking about it, of course, thinking about it and taking action. You're gonna have a more efficient system, and once your system is efficient and you bring people in to help you with this efficient system, the sky is the limit. And I'm not just saying that. That's something that I truly believe. So I hope you got a lot of value from that one here. Leslie Samuel here in Nassau, Bahamas, in the islands, them <laughs> chilling out here. Tomorrow I'm going to head to the beach again and, and uh, get back to work. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I really do appreciate you for taking the time out of your day to just listen to this podcast episode. That really means a lot to me. And hey, if you are enjoying this podcast, even this one with the Caribbean accent from the beginning, <laughs> I would love it if you would head on over to iTunes. If you go to becomeablogger.com slash iTunes, you'll see the iTunes listing. You can open it up in your iTunes program and you can leave a review. That really does help to get some exposure for the blog. And hey, if you want to get your blog started so that you can change the world with your blog, <laughs> head on over to freebloggingvideos.com where you get to watch me as I show you step by step. How do you go about building this thing into a business? You have limited time. There's a lot going on in your life. What are some of the things that you can do to be more efficient, like we were talking about today, to get things done, to make things happen, to 
to create content, inspire others, and change the world. Freebloggingvideos.com. It's free, actionable, and I think it's pretty awesome. So that's pretty much it for this episode. Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com. We're changing the world one blog at a time. And until next time, take care and God bless. Eight 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 three five two four one four.